the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K show. Glad to have you guys here with me. I got to start with the miracle babies. It's a miracle. Wait till my partner hears this. Zero. Hear me now. Zero flu deaths so far for the first time in San Diego. Yeah, first time in history in San Diego. It's a miracle. It's just a miracle. It's got to be. Some of them shut down orders by New Cellini. Uh, maybe it's just the miracle that is going to a strip club instead of going to a church. I'm not sure what it is, child, but we got a miracle brewing all across the country, by the way. Around the world, actually. Flu deaths are down. And flu cases, 95%. Truly a miracle. Who do we have to thank for that? Must be Fraud Fauci. We're going to talk about him a little bit later on the show tonight. Glad to have you guys here with me. Speaking of frauds, we got to start. Uh, we're going to talk tonight about the fraud that is the Attorney General. Of course, y'all knew about it. At least you, longtime Andrea K. Show listeners, because you know the moment his name was thrown out for nomination, I said it was a mistake. I said that Bill Barr was a deep state uh, protector. He was a swamp dweller that you could not expect. To drain the swamp by somebody who's been roaming around in the swamp. He's, he's swamp nutria. He's a swamp rat for y'all who hadn't spent any time in Louisiana. This is a man who was the attorney general back during, what, 41's time in office? Man who spends, whose wife hangs out with Bob Mueller's wife in, in their little, you know, prayer circle? Come on now. Well, we're going to talk about the fraud that is Bill Barr. Um, We've got some possibly good news. Thanks to uh, Ted Cruz, there are still a few people that are ignoring Bill Barr. Justice justice itself is supposed to be deaf and dumb. Our attorney general is not supposed to be deaf and dumb or blind. Well, we've got some possibly some good news on the legal front tonight from a variety of different avenues. We've got our friend Ed Martin uh, from the Pro-America Report, who's not just a former election official in the state of of Missouri. He's a incredible political pundit, commentator, analyst. He's inside the Beltway and he's also an attorney. He's going to be here a little bit later with us to give his analysis as we hear breaking news tonight that Ted Cruz is actually petitioning for the Supreme Court for an emergency hearing of the Pennsylvania case. We've got that and more tonight. I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Did you watch any of the Michigan hearing? Are you aware of that? I've got a report of fraud that almost no people are talking about tonight. We're going to get into that, but I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. We are broadcasting right now on Facebook Live at The Answer San Diego and our private little Facebook group called Caniacs. K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. 
show and, you know, everywhere, but I don't do that TikTok business. And got to bring in my man now and see if he's, if he wants to give a shout out and amen, a hallelujah to the, to the miracle that is no flu season. As we uh, contemplate or we're waiting to hear if New Salini is going to shut, take us back to uh, state homeowners. I'm talking about my buddy here. It's DJ Potato Skins. But this mail-in voting where they've mailed mi- indiscriminately millions and millions of ballots to people, you're never going to know who won the election. You can't have that. No, it'll be a, it's, it's a catastrophe waiting to happen. And- Yep, and we keep playing that soundbite until this rigmarole is figured out. And, uh, you know, God bless Anthony Fauci, no doubt because he's been in the media more since the election fraud has happened. But just his presence has made the flu virus just completely disappear. Thank God. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, we know what it is. Uh, We know the reality is, is that they've been playing Enron math with these numbers in order to uh, keep you gripped, keep you at home in fear, have you be willing to have your businesses shut down, have you be willing to continue to not be able to go to church, um, yet you can go to a strip club. And we know it's all about fear. It's all about, ultimately, it's about control uh, and also about pushing a control through vaccinations. Don- President Reagan said back in 64 that the way the socialists would get socialism over on the American people would be through our health care system, and not just in the takeover like Obamacare and the insurance aim but also through the public health orders now even though we've got judges saying that you cannot throw the constitution aside for a pandemic that's exactly what's happening with almost no they don't care they don't they absolutely don't care uh nor do they care and it's the same it's the same tactics in some ways it's the same agenda it's the same end game as what's going on with these elections because they used coronavirus as an excuse to perpetrate a fraud on this country and speaking of no pushback no pushback from the Republican party here's just a couple of the highlights coming on today and every bit of this was known by that that was that was potential to happen was known by the Republican party in advance um Here's a story that came out of Michigan today, and this has to do with with uh, the the mail-in ballots and absentee and all the issues surrounding that. We had a witness in the Michigan election hearing today says that she witnessed military ballots that looked like Xerox copies of each other's. None of the ballots were from registered voters, and they were all Democrat nominee Joe Biden. Since when is the military going to have no votes for President Donald J. Trump, who um, who has said he's going to bring people back, he's the one who took out Soleimani. He's the, you look at everything that he's done for the U.S. military, and none and none in the military bought that phony story that he said they were a bunch of losers. This is ridiculous. But there's no way, even if you believe that they they would vote more for Biden than Trump, there's no way that there would be zero military ballots for President Trump. Even worse, she detailed how she saw that because these were not attached to any registered voters, in order to override the system. They were all entered in under the phony registra- uh, the phony uh, birth date of 1120. That's just one thing coming out of Michigan today. Then we've got a lawsuit was filed in Wisconsin today uh, that has to do with the 220,000 votes. In Wisconsin, the absentee ballots, again, conservatives, Republicans, they don't care. They, they've been pushing these absentee ballots, it completely ignoring how they, the, the ability, to use them for fraud. Here's what went on in in Wisconsin, according to this lawsuit. They altered certification of, and this this was at the direction of Wisconsin elected officials. They altered certification of absentee ballot envelopes. They held voting events called Democracy in the Park, where ballots were accepted. 
uh, there was a lack of required absentee ballot applications, and there were many, numerous, um, unlawful, all totally 220,000 votes, unlawful claims of indefinite confinement. And what that was about was people saying, well, we have to vote absentee because we're, we're, we can't leave our homes. And yet they tracked these people, these same people on social media, kind of like when you file workers comp or whatever and say you can't work. And then they follow you around and they bust you, you know, riding, you know, dirt bikes and, and bowling at the bowling alley, 220,000 votes. Meanwhile, we got Bill Barr giving an interview to the Associated Press saying there's no evidence of any fraud, at least not any that would overturn the election results. Really? Really, Bill Barr? We're going to talk a little bit more with Ed Martin a little bit on this. But but Bill Barr, uh, can you can you please, first of all, Bill Barr, can you prove to us that you've actually looked at any done any investigating? You're going to announce your you're going to announce an uh, uh, an um outcome of an investigation how about you prove to us that you actually investigated anything at least show us fit, uh, photos of all the bankers boxes all the notes all the documents the emails going back and forth that show that you and any of your people that any of you people uh, are going to that any of your people had actually investigated anything but i'm going to get into more there was a whistleblower that came forward with the help of the Kansas attorney general named Klein. And this was a, a truck driver. He says that uh, he transported between 130,000 to 280,000 completed ballots. Um, his name is Jesse Morgan. He's a truck driver for USPS. He said it was actually filled up to 288,000 ballots. They were already pre-filled out. According to him, he was transporting these completed mail-in ballots with addresses in Harrisburg. Now, mail-in ballots are supposed to be mailed in, right? Um, He says that they were um, completed with addresses in Harrisburg, but he was told to deliver the ballots to Lancaster, which is interesting. Then the trailer disappeared. So we don't know where these 288,000, but we know that there were ballot dumps all over in a variety of different locations. So this is one story. And this man, he went public today with this. Not being investigated by Bill Barr. Here's another story. Now, this uh, this also involves this guy. Now, these mail-in ballots, everybody knew that these were a problem in advance. Republican Party knew that these were a problem in advance. So here's another story. Did you hear about Facebook's role in our elections, Potato Skins? I mean, I, I, I mean, it all depends on which uh, you know avenue you're talking about. I've been hearing about their their censorship and all, all of that for months now. Did you know that they were actually involved in on the ground managing our elections across the country? No, but I had, but that actually doesn't surprise me at all. Well, it it it, it doesn't. It shouldn't surprise the Republican Party because they knew about it. In fact, the Attorney General in the state of Louisiana said, "Don't you bring that crap here to my state." They did it anyway. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the Center for Tech and Civic Life, which is a supposed national nonprofit based in Illinois, and it was funded to the tune of four hundred million dollars by. Zuckerberg and his wife. And what did they do? They that funding went to more than 2500 election offices across the country to basically run our elections. So guess who's been in charge of all of this in all of these contested areas? Zuckerberg. Yeah, the same man who's been censoring you. The same man no matter what you put on the election, he's going to put false information over it and having fact checkers. 
Yeah, that same Zuckerberg who's been censoring uh, conservatives for years and years and years now. That same guy who demonetized and deplatformed Diamond and Silk, deplatformed Laura Loomer, deep took down Mark Levin, took down my Facebook page. Yeah, that guy has been running our elections. How? Um, the funds were used to pay poll workers, to put up ballot drop boxes, to acquire mail-in equipment and supplies. He did this in, in he's six million alone went to Fulton County, Georgia and five cities just in Wisconsin. The money was sent through agreements that had municipalities run elections in contravention to state law. It is against state law to have private enterprises basically funding and managing and controlling our elections. How the heck did he get away with this? Because of the Republican Party and because of Bill Barr. And this is this is done by Thomas More Foundation's Amstead project. He has been he filed lawsuits about this prior to the election. As for Wisconsin, he says accepting funding from a private group such as the center is barred by state and federal law. Bill Barr. No wonder Bill Barr says there's no fraud here because he's allowed it to happen on his watch. There is nothing in Wisconsin state law that allows cities and counties to take in millions of dollars sourced to an incredibly wealthy, interested and partisan actor in order to, quote, assist those cities and counties in administering the vote, he said in the filing. Of course, Wisconsin elected officials says it's meritless legal arguments. In the Georgia filing, the Amistad Project says the unregulated private funds were used to pay ballot harvesters, deputize and pay political activists to manage ballots and consolidate counting centers in the urban core to, quote, facilitate the movement of hundreds of thousands of questionable ballots in secrecy without legally required bipartisan observation. $400 million they spent. Uh, the center was founded by a former, um, by former managers and staff of, of some um, new organizing institute, which basically was some progressive out the, that trained Democrat digital organizers. This is a very well orchestrated, very well funded election theft that has taken place across this country and in states involving Republican governors and Republican secretaries of state. You know, Andrew, we've been talking about this since pretty much the day after the election. We knew there was fraud. I don't think a lot of us realize how deep the fraud actually went. This is is insane. Yeah, it is. Um, And it's I think this story is the worst for me. This story is absolutely the worst because as we have had hearings upon hearings of Republicans bringing uh, Jack Dorsey from Twitter and bringing Zuckerberg in front of them to talk about censorship and talk about how we need to have them declared publishers so that they would not have the immunity and not be able to censor and suppress the Americans. They've allowed Zuckerberg to fund the ultimate of suppression of our First Amendment rights, which is our vote. They've allowed him to steal it from us. This is crazy. Yeah, they could have hit them a lot harder than they did. I was actually very disappointed. Well, yeah, and this is why. they uh, The Zuckerberg, um, the money went to the Democrat strongholds in Pennsylvania um, that let voters cure or fix ballots that weren't taken in Republican areas. That's, uh, you know, um, discriminatory. It's unequal, uh, unequal treatment. 
um, they cured absentee ballots that were flawed, which is contrary to Pennsylvania law. Um, and the Republicans refused to lie and didn't have the resources to cure ballots. Well, that, that's fine. You know, instead of Republicans lying and curing ballots, how come the Republican state legislator didn't do something to stop this? Um, uh, the Epic Times got a copy of the agreement between Center for uh, Tech and Civic Life and says that the agreement says that cities are supposed to develop a plan for their elections and submit it to the center. And um, in return, they would get $10 million, but that the agreement that the center, Zuckerberg's uh, group, could pull back uh, any of the money if they didn't like, if any of their conditions weren't met. Um, I'm going to wrap this up in a minute. Um, You know, everything from what they did in Delaware County was this center set ballot boxes in densely placed area, but then didn't put any ballot boxes in areas where Trump won, but then didn't allow for in-person voting. Um, Just on and on and on um, while they closed down in-person voting. Uh, There's similar issues like this in Michigan, which is why the Michigan Republicans didn't want to certify the vote up there until they did under threat. So um, and then uh, so another suit has been filed in in Michigan uh, that was filed in Michigan in October. So just like the Dominion voting machines where everybody knew they were a problem and they bring complaints about it. The Republican Party has known that this center funded by Zuckerberg was going around the country uh, uh, illegally and taking control and managing our elections. Uncontested. Uncontested. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about Bill Barr and how is he allowing every, all of this to happen on his watch. And if I was President Trump at this point, his, his team has issued a, a response to Bill Barr. I think President Trump's response should be that, uh, you know, um, you need to be escorted to the door, Bill Barr. You no longer can be trusted even to clean out the drawer in your desk. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I know I promised y'all brother Ed Martin of the Pro America Report. I was so excited that he was gonna be on tonight. It's actually tomorrow. That's how eager I was. He's going to be here tomorrow. Have no fear. Um, You know, he will be providing his amazing analysis tomorrow. Um, But that's okay. Good, because I actually went long in my open and I wouldn't have had time uh, for Brother Ed's uh, amazing analysis. So stay tuned. He'll be here tomorrow. After uh, coming up soon, though, we will have Bob Walters weighing in. I know he's usually here on a Friday night. But Fauci's flip-flop on kids going back to school is something we've got to bring attention to from a variety of different levels. Um, and so we're so stay tuned for Bob Walters on a special early uh, in the week edition on the coronavirus. Um, did you see? Did you see DJ uh, Potato Skins? I mean, literally within minutes of when, when LA, you were the one who, who told me that LA had banned even outdoor dining. Yep. Within minutes, some woman from the County Board of Supervisors in LA went went over to Santa Monica to her favorite Italian restaurant to have her some pasta. I saw that, and then she tried to get out of it, saying, "Well." it doesn't really take effect until hours after or something like that. And I was like, sorry, lady, you're busted. Yeah. Yeah. They should all be busted. Just like everybody, both of these parties should be busted. These, these anti-Trumpers in the Republican party that think we're stupid, that think that they can just sit and blame the Democrats all day long for the election fraud and expect us to just turn out, turn out, turn out in Georgia and ignore how they've ignored 
the fraud going on. Uh, it's the same thing with these Democrats that are in, in control. They, they expect to continue. Both parties are. It's one party rule of elites. We've got a few heroes like Ted Cruz and Jim Jordan and, you know, Rick DeSantis and others. But by and large, the establishment wing of the Republican Party, which is the majority, they hated Trump when he came in. Well, especially and, when you're talking coronavirus, they do all these restrictions and you know that it, it's all for power because they never follow their own rules ever. Right. Of course they don't. In fact, there was a judge in Illinois who said when 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 you have elites writing executive orders that that they don't have to follow, they're not laws, they're decrees and they're unconstitutional. And oh, by the way, if coronavirus was so deadly, 88 year old, is it Chuck Grassley? Is he 87 years old, the oldest person in Congress? And he beat coronavirus. By the way, I want to speak a little bit about Bill Barr. I want to get back to Bill Barr on this um, because there's breaking news tonight. Here Bill Barr comes out and gives to, to the Associated Press a conclusion on an investigation he hasn't conducted yet by saying that there's no fraud, at, that he no evidence of fraud that at least that would overturn an election. couple things. First of all, as I already said, show us your investigation. Show us proof that you've investigated anything. How, because you're, you're actually giving conclusions when we're still having evidence being presented that hasn't even been heard. Second of all, I am so sick and tired of being fed from Republicans that it doesn't, that, that it's not enough to overturn an election. Therefore, fraud's okay. The Attorney General of the United States of America told America today that he's okay with election fraud. That is a crime that has been committed across the country. I don't care if it's only two people. Fraud is fraud. Fraud. It's a crime. And this is exactly what we are sick of in this country. We are sick of the elites deciding what crimes get to get applied and which don't. And it's typically us little peasants. We have to follow the rule of law. We're being told if we don't shut down a business that we own, that we're going to be thrown in jail, subject to six months in jail or $1,000 fine. But we got A.G. Barr saying, oh, uh, committing felonies of election fraud. That's okay because it doesn't overturn an election, which, by the way, he doesn't know. Meanwhile, there's reports tonight that, that the Department of Justice is investigating a bribery for pardon scheme. That there was some bribe of President Trump to pardon General Flynn. If that's true and that's happening, I can't understand. President Trump, God bless him. I love him so much. He is the only one who stood in the gap to try to stop this country from the Marxist takeover, but he's made some key he's made some key mistakes because I don't and I think in part because he continued to allow himself to be surrounded by too many never Trumpers, too many establishment types. He should have fired but he should have never appointed Barr. He should have gone out of DC. You cannot expect anybody within the Beltway who's been operating there for forty years to actually drain the swamp of people that he's clo- in, in his closest circles. He should have fired him long ago. He should have fired Chris Ray and he should fire him tonight. He should absolutely fire him tonight because how demoralized Trump voters are today. It's 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 um, and then and then Bill Barr thinks that he's going to somehow salvage his credibility with Trump voters by assigning that that. Um, uh, so while he on the basis of no investigation, because according to the Trump team, with all due respect to Attorney General Barr, he doesn't deserve respect. There hasn't been any semblance of a Department of Justice investigation. We have gathered ample evidence of illegal voting in at least six states, which they have not examined. We have many witnesses swearing under oath they saw crimes being committed in connection with voter fraud. As far as we know, not a single one has been interviewed by the Department of Justice. 
The DOJ also hasn't audited any voting machines or used their subpoena powers to determine the truth. Nonetheless, we will continue our pursuit of truth through the judicial system and state legislators and continue toward the Constitution's mandate, ensuring that every legal vote is counted and every illegal vote is not uh, his opinion appears to be without any knowledge or investigation of the substantial irregularities and evidence of systemic fraud. He needs to be fired because I, evidently Bill Barr was not at law school the day they taught law because he would know that affidavits are evidence in a court of law. Scott Peterson sits on death row for less circumstantial evidence. By the way, he's one of how many inmates in the state of California that got up upwards of about $400 million in unemployment benefits? So let so Bill Barr decides he's going to make some announcement on, on uh, give a conclusion of an investigation he didn't conduct. Then, after three years of supposedly managing and overseeing an investigation into the crimes that have already been proven, by the way, Andrew McCabe was already there. Were charges were already recommended against Andrew McCabe and Kobe. We already have seen evidence of crimes being committed. Nevertheless. They had, to, they had to cross every I and dot every T, right? That's why for three years he's been investigating and hasn't, and hasn't reached any conclusions. What, 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 what did he announce today at the end of his investigation? More investigations. He assigned Durham, who's been investigating for three years, who was supposed to be coming to some conclusion by the summer. He's been assigned a special counsel now. Same thing mother, mother was. This supposedly... Don't buy this bone that's been thrown your way. Man, I'll starve before I'll take that kind of condescending, patronizing bone thrown my way, man. Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Don't try to pretend that you're doing this to preserve, to make sure that the investigation goes forward if Biden takes office. It's a bunch of crap. You would have filed charges against Bill, against Jim Comey if you gave a crap about holding anybody accountable, Bill Barr. If you gave a crap about crimes in, the, in this country and the Marxist takeover... And the unconstitutional, tyrannical power grabs going on with the left in this country, you sure would not have had Krebs still in position or Pilger still in position at the Department of Justice, the people that were supposed to be overseeing election fraud in the first place in this country. Andrew McCabe would have already been perp-walked out of his home at 5 a.m. You don't deserve to continue to be paid by the taxpayers. And as for the left, that suddenly this they just just two weeks ago, they were trying to get him get him arrested for treason. Now, suddenly the left thinks Bill Barr is the man, the most trustworthy man in D.C. My analysis was back when he was nominated that he wasn't up to the job. Final thought before I take a break. Final um, evidence of election fraud. Speaking of Republicans and speaking of Dominion machines, uh, this is a report coming out of uh, Nevada that in July July of 2020, going into the election, Dominion voting machines donated to the Republican State Leadership Committee PAC, which is a never-Trumper PAC with ties to Mitt Romney. We have a problem with the Republican Party. And today, Michael Reagan was on Newsmax saying that Trump's going to go to Georgia and he needs to do the right thing. He needs to not mention anything about that presidential election and just get everybody out turnout. So after they've allowed for three years, these never Trumpers with Jeff Sessions, Rosenstein, Barr, Christopher Wray and all the rest of them allowing illegal spying, illegal investigations Illegal impeachment hearings going on against my president. Coup attempt after coup attempt after coup attempt. And now allowing uh, the theft 
of a presidential election. They want to use President Trump to go out and, and get some some senatorial candidates elected and not mention the presidential election fraud. Shame on Michael Reagan. Yeah. It's despicable. Trump lost the top of the ticket. Now it's about down ballot. As though everybody who came out and voted for Republican on mass, the red wave had nothing at all to do with Trump. Man, your father is rolling over in his grave in disgust right now. And not just at, at Ron Jr., but at that kind of never Trump crap. What do you, what do you, what do you bucking to try to get some gig in the Biden administration, Michael Reagan? We're going to take a break. We come back. We got to shift gears. Talk about fraud Fauci. He's 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 bucking. He's angling for something going forward. He should have been fired, too. But he's flip flopped on kids getting back to school. We're going to talk about that when we, when we return. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It's a special night for you guys and for me, because usually I get my buddy Bob Walters on with me on Friday. I was telling Bob it is Friday. I get two days off after this. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Now, you ain't got a weekend coming. No, you're not. You know what? Today is, it just, I just reminded, um, memo to me, today is Giving Tuesday. Um, I got some great suggestions today on Facebook, and I'm I'm actually going to make a decision tonight on which of the charity organizations that I'm going to donate to. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, and one of the things that I am going to do in addition to that, um, part of my Giving Tuesday is going to be to send a couple of people in my family some balance in nature because I know for a fact that it is what has kept me for the first time in my entire life going on to a year where I've not had a head cold, a sinus infection, an ear infection. You know, I opened the show by joking about it's a miracle that there's no flu deaths. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, I would say, I don't want to say it's a miracle, but it kind of is. And I attribute it to my balance in nature. Um, you know, who knew that actually eating right and getting your fruits and veggies actually worked. And it does. I take two fruits, three fruits a day, Three veggies a day, uh, three veggie capsules a day. I get 10 servings of 31 fruits and vegetables, and it's changed my life. Go to balanceinature.com, use the discount code HEALTH. Free shipping right now, 35% off. They actually have health coaches there. So what I take for me may not be right for you. So I'm just telling you what I do and how it's worked for me. So uh, anyway, with that being said, I'm glad to have my man with me on Tuesday night talking about uh, breaking news that came out today with with Fauci. And it kind of all broke loose about Fauci pushing now to get schools reopened after he had said recently that we need to keep them closed. Joining me now to discuss is my buddy, my education contributor, Bob Walters. Hey there, my friend. Hello. Yeah, Senator Ron Paul, in fact, is uh, demanding that Fauci give an apology to the parents and the kids who've been deprived for anywhere from six months to nine months of real education because uh, of this uh, alleged risk of the pandemic. And therefore, the schools had to be kept closed. Now he announces on Sunday that uh, he changed his mind and that, in fact, within reason, children should be kept in school or brought back to school. Let's close the bars, quote unquote, and keep the schools open, he said. Yeah, he should have had that attitude about seven, eight months ago, nine months ago. 
because he's actually pushed a lot of these kids back many months in their education level, particularly hurting the minority kids big time and parents who are trying to have a side job or, or do something to keep themselves alive. In the meantime, they got to babysit the kids as well. Well, I actually said from the beginning that, uh, first of all, this should be definitive proof that this has been a, a game of politics for these people. Uh, yeah. you, you, it's either it's you have to at this point reach one of two conclusions that either F- Fauci is completely moronic and incompetent and should lose his job or he's playing politics with the coronavirus and with these shutdowns that have done incredible mental, physical, physiological, but medical and economic destruction to families across the country for politics. Neither is acceptable and the man should go. And somebody, you know, because what has been done and, and, and I said initially that this was the way that they were going to cripple the state, the states economically, because in order for these kids to be home all day, every day, the parents had to be home every day because they couldn't even get babysitters to come in because of the shutdowns. It forced people to give up their jobs. We even had healthcare workers, Bob Walters, that had to quit their jobs as nurses, et cetera, because somebody had to be home with their kids all day and it couldn't be a babysitter and it couldn't be granny because of coronavirus. We have child abuse numbers off the charts um, because we've got kids stuck at home all day long uh, with parents they shouldn't be stuck at home all day long with. We've got parents stuck at home all day now that are abusing drugs uh, and alcohol. On top of the fact of the economic conditions, and you were already reporting for years now of the schools and all of their indoctrination going on, how they weren't teaching enough. And we had kids in California coming out with high school degrees that couldn't read and write and do basic math. Now, where are they at? Sad but true. Well, let me tell you what else happened. You also last week. The director of the CDC announced that schools are, in fact, one of the safest places for children in the United States. Wow. And he now supports in-person learning. He changed his attitude last week. So here you got the two leaders of, of all of the medical industry, and they are both saying schools are one of the safest places for kids now, and we need to reopen all the schools. Well, yeah, nine months late in saying that, it really caused a lot of damage. Plus, now you got the reality of facing the unions who say, you know, like L.A., they're not coming back to school, even if they're ruled that they're safe and, and kind and, and good, safe places to be in, unless they get all of their leftist ideology approved and paid for by uh, the government. What was some of that? Back. That Some of that was that they wanted no uh, resource guards there. They didn't want any armed security. Correct. They Not wanted the they wanted mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter stuff. They uh, Some of Black Lives Matter demands, which included reparations. They wanted universal income. They wanted crap that had nothing at all to do with teaching kids. No, it's nothing to do with kids. And that's uh, that's a shame. That's going to be the next battle, because once once you get these medical guys all saying, well, schools are safe and kids should go back to school. That's good news. But now you've got to fight the union to actually make the teachers come back. They're getting paid in full to work one or two days a week. And anybody's taxes get reduced because they're not getting paid now. They're all getting paid in full, so they've got no motivation to come running back to school and teach these kids appropriately. Well, we need to be speaking, stepping up as as taxpayers because you're right. I mean, it's just just like these colleges and universities that sent kids home. You know, how many parents didn't get a refund on the tuition? I mean, I know somebody whose kid goes to Harvard. You know how much that cost? And Aaron was given five hours to get his crap out of school, out of the school. 
His, his parents live in Vegas, and the parents are like, we don't know what to do. They didn't get any money back. And now these, these schools are still charging full tuition when, when they don't even have to put a roll of toilet paper in a dormitory. They don't have to, they don't have to flip a light switch in any of the school buildings. You know, this, this, should be, this should be a complete wake-up to every American parent out there as any taxpayer as to the game of politics they've played and the exploitation of children's lives. Bob Walters. They ruined a lot of these kids' lives and, and slowed them down. And the parents. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. Um, it's pathetic. And, and, and this, is, this is a story that needs to be highlighted. I'm especially glad I didn't even know the CDC said that the schools are the safest place to be because we're waiting tomorrow to hear whether or not Gavin Mussolini is going to put us back at stay-at-home orders, back like to the likes of March, to where basically everybody was quarantined at home and all that was open was Walmart and, gro- you know, and grocery stores. And we, we can't allow that to continue. Scott Atlas said that we get what we, what we allow and we need to be telling our we, our lawmakers. I don't know that parents can actually force a school to be open, but we can we can um, maybe maybe what can we do about our, about our state and lo- our local taxes that go towards the schools? There's got to be something <laughs> yeah. that parents can do to get it, these schools. Up. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. In fact, if nothing else, uh, they need to maybe take you know, course and action and filing for the, uh, with the courts to get the money back for school payroll that isn't being used. I mean, there's no schools going on, so why are they getting full payroll? That's a good, that's a good idea to, that we need somebody like a Harmeet Dillon or Mark Moisier yeah. to start filing lawsuits on behalf of the citizens to get refunds on our taxes. That'll get them back, as well and as... Maybe hire, hire new teachers that are not in the union. How about that? Yeah, or, or how about that if you're anybody that comes across with some edict that it has to do with shutting down businesses, that they have to cough up their salary. They can't collect a salary at the same time. You know, there's there's got to be there's got to be some lawsuits to this, and you, and it's always and you have to you have to put the hurt on them financially, because that's the only thing that motivates them. Bob Walters, thank you for being here. You will be back Friday. Don't think you're getting out of it. Okay, so. I'll be there. All right, <laughs> all right, my Take friend. Care. Have a good night. All right, Project Veritas. Did y'all hear what James O'Keefe did today to CNN? We're going to talk about it when we come back. Let's end on on a good fun. Fun note. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Case. We've got a few minutes left on the show. Um, I was going to tell you all about uh, Project Veritas. I will get to that in a moment. We're going to quickly go to the phones. We've got Trish on the line. Uh, she is a conservative school teacher, and she wants to share her opinion Hello? on the past segment. Hello, Trish. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi. Hi, hon. Hi. Thank you for thank taking you. my call. Of course. I've got to let yeah, you know. I've, got, just, about, I've um, got about a minute and a half for mm-hmm. you. Okay. Sure. Well, um, I'm I'm upset with what your so-called expert Bob Walters said. Okay. You know about teachers working two days a week. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Now, did he say I, that I he did he say the union were... thing? Okay. He said we're working two days a week and our pay should be cut because we're working only two days a week. And I just want you to know the reality of it. Okay. 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 Teaching online 
is challenging. My husband and I are both high school teachers. He's teaching physics and freshman math, and I'm teaching English as a second language. Some of the kids are brand new from Mexico. This is their first experience of American schools. I have never in my life of 23 years working as a teacher, and also I came from private industry. This is a second gig for me. I've never worked so many weekends. I've never worked so many evenings. I, did, I didn't stop until like 4.30 tonight because I was staying on to do my little homework hour with my ninth graders who can't adjust, who aren't getting their work done. I mean, you just, you have no idea what, what we're doing, you know, and I realize there's a lot of problems with public education. I get it. I'm on the inside. I see it. Mm-hmm. But every teacher is not a lazy loser. Well, you know and, what? I'm glad I'm just, you called. I'm so you know, offended by his comment. Well, you know, I think that um, one of the things that I want to say is, is that we we recognize here when we do these education segments, because we have a lot of teachers call in, that there are some patriots out there and some great teachers that are working and their butts off in spite of the conditions, in spite of everything that's going on in our public school system today. So we have to, in the time that we have, speak in generalities on here. Um, just yeah, like generalities are dangerous. Well, yes and no, because we, one, one of the things that I've done, I've, I've done the education segments of with Bob for years and in general our schools are an absolute mess there is no denying that kids are coming out of our public school system in California unable to read and write and yet they're being shoved into our college systems now they don't even ha- have to take the SAT we've got the unions pushing the kids don't have to take test uh, in order to, to graduate yeah, but that's we, not your average teacher that's the problem. Let, well let me it's not your average teacher we don't we, we t- okay we don't. Right. Trying to train them. And, you know, like last year when we went on lockdown in March and they said, oh, you know, there's no failing. And it's like, well, what kid's going to work when they know they're not going to get failed? Like that, the teachers didn't come up with that. Well, well, stupid administration. Of course. To, and I get that it's all part of the thing to dumb them down because then you can control them. But just know that the average foot soldier, there's even a lot of liberal teachers who are extremely hardworking. I know extremely. that. Extremely. I know that. I've only got a minute left. Uh, most of our time on our segments is meant dealing with those that are that are um, creating the curriculums, pushing the indoctrination. We'll talk Push- about them because they're not the teachers. Right. But I will also tell you, for every one of you, I get calls from parents and p- friends of mine that have kids in schools that could, could that could give me 10 teachers that aren't even paying attention to what their kids are doing online, that aren't doing their job and not doing what you're doing. I can also give well, story after. No, Let me, please, please, Trisha, I, p- p- Trisha, constantly. Okay, I hear you. I thank you so much for your effort that you're doing, but that doesn't negate the fact that there are many teachers out there that aren't doing their job with this online learning, or there's, or, or and and I and I and it's affecting friends of mine with kids. That's real. Well, your experience I, is, I, real. is real. Your experience is. is real, and so is the reality of the parents out there, like the like the kid in Louisiana who got suspended because somebody saw a BB gun in his classroom. You know, these are in his in his bedroom. Uh, so, you know, for I oh, pre- you know, I had a colleague get upset because I had a religious picture behind me in right. a Zoom meeting. Right, like, right. So, th- I, I'm out of time, you. Trisha. I want to thank you for calling in, and I want to thank you for the, your hard work and your efforts. And I wish every teacher was like you. And we appreciate you so much. Thank you for calling in. See you all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.